Ladies and gentlemen, you know what it is. A dope. Let me say the magic word for this guy. Looks at me crazy. Amazing episode of the world famous, the Lifestyle Brothers. Your captain today is your man Smalls. My sometimes cool me co-pilot when he's not getting my nerves with that bird call. Mr. Goon, how you feeling today, brother? I'm good. All right, good enough. So, guys, be prepared. We're about to take off on an amazing journey. But first, listen up for the safety advice. Fasten your seatbelt, stow your tray tables and carry on items, and ensure your aisle armrest is lowered. Flight attendants, doors for departure, pressure can all call. Welcome, 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 people. First and foremost, I'd like to say a big thank you to all my supportive fans, listeners, family, friends, the travel gang, 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 gang. The support has been amazing. Even Mr. Goon himself has been showing me some amazing emails, a couple of text messages he received from people. So it was kind of cool. But uh, you know what? Before we get into everything... We're going to have today's topic first and foremost, which will be how to prepare for your layovers. Sounds pretty simple, doesn't it? But yes, when I say your layovers, basically you're going to take full advantage of when you travel. You know how you're going from, let's say, New York to California but you have a layover in, let's say, Vegas. You know, so we're going to talk to you today about how to get the most bang for your buck. So I know a lot of times when you travel, oftentimes more than not, people want to do a short, short, short layover. You know, you guys get on a flight, you know, you're saying, hey, I'm going from, you know, I'm going from Florida to, let's say, Vegas. I want a direct flight. But of course, those flights are looking kind of pricey. So the next best option to get a little bit of value for your money will be having a connecting flight. So with the connecting flight now, you're like, wow, I got to take a connecting flight, not a direct flight. I got to get it with Keisha. They already got a direct flight because they booked early. I was last to do it. So now Keisha's there before me. Lisa's there before me. You know, John, Tyreek and everybody's there before me. Wow. So what should I do? You got to get a connecting flight, you know. You save a little bit of money and, you know, you'll still get there eventually. But in between that process of getting to your destination, you have what's considered the layover. So the layover is the flight that connects you from A to C. It is the B flight, the in-between one. So when you're doing that now, you have a couple of options. Of course, now, if you're pressed for time, you want the most economical and sufficient flight process. Meaning you don't want to go over exuberant for the money and you don't want it to be a long, lengthy layover, which is eating into your travel time. So you're going to say, hey, this is perfect. It's a 25 minute layover. So I get to, you know, if you're going from Florida to Nevada, you say, hey, I got to stop in Texas. OK, it's a 25 minute layover. So I have enough time to get off the plane to catch my next flight. Got to run through the airport, but I'll catch it. Cool. 
But let's say, for instance, you're going to from Florida to Nevada, and the only thing left is a 10-hour layover in Houston. So you're saying to yourself, shuck, I'm going to sit in the airport for 10 hours? No. <clears throat> what are you going to do is you're going to say, hey, I have a 10-hour layover. I'm in Houston. I've never, even, I've never been to Texas. So you know what? Let me venture outside of the airport. Now, here's a couple little options and tips of what you can do. Of course, now, you obviously know that you have a layover flight, so you know where you'll be stopping at. So what you can do is, first and foremost, research. Very simple. Go on Google, Yahoo, you know, ask Siri, and say, you know, let me see what I can do that's near the airport. And, you know, some of the basic things for you to do is just to say, hey, you know what? Let me catch your Uber. Hey, could you take me to some some local food? Do you have some recommendations? Because most cab drivers, taxi drivers, Uber drivers, and so forth and so on, they know the local eats. They know it's a popular watering hole if you want to drink. They know the popular spot for breakfast if you catch an early morning flight or a morning layover. So, therefore, you get to taste the, how can I say, the local cuisine, so to speak. You know, like in Texas, for instance, they have a place called Water Burger. Now, the funny thing is, many, many years ago when I was in Texas, you know, once again, it was a connected flight. It's a layover. I was actually going to San Diego, but I had about a 12-hour layover. So I sent me venture out, get something to eat. And unfortunately, you know, everywhere you go, everybody has their own distinct lingo. So the people were talking in that Texas draw, and I didn't clearly understand what the person said to me. I thought they said, hey, you want something to eat that's good? Go to go to Whataburger. So I'm sitting there asking around, like, okay, let me find a Whataburger. So I'm asking people, hey, where, where's Whataburger? Whataburger. I want a Whataburger. Thinking that they were talking about water. Like, okay, that's different. Never heard of a Whataburger. But come to find out, <clears throat> the actual name was What a Burger. So, <laughs> you know, I had a look of confusion on my face when somebody said, oh, you want a Whataburger? And I'm like, yeah, I believe that's what I was looking for. So a what a burger is a franchise of, you know, burgers. The burgers are about the size of a plate. The humongous, delicious burgers, at least for me anyway, because, you know, for me, I'm not local from the area where I've eaten it numerous times. It's my first time having it. And I said, wow, this is amazing. Because like they say, I guess it is some truth behind it. Everything in Texas is bigger because the burger was humongous, humongous. But yes. So in that downtime of my layover, I actually ventured outside of the airport, jumped in a cab, had time to get a burger and fries, went to the local mall, did a little light shopping, made it back to the airport in time to catch my connecting flight to go to San Diego. So that's what I'm talking about, people, in regards to, you know, maximize your time. Now, I could have sat in the airport for eight to ten hours, whatever, just sitting there reading, you know, magazines, listening to my music on my, on my phone or whatever. But I said, let me maximize the time. And get the most bang for my buck. So at that particular time, I said, wow, that was different. Tasty burger. It was a cool mall. And I was able to, you know, kind of see the sights, which was cool. So, you know, there's something you can really focus on doing sometimes when you're traveling, if you have time in between. Or sometimes if you're forced to have time in between. Because, of course, depending on when you book your trip, you have a little bit of control of it. But sometimes you have no control. It's like, hey, the only flight they have that gets me to my destination is, you know, 10-hour layover, 18-hour layover, and in some instances, it's a 24-hour layover. 
So, you know, you might as well maximize on the opportunity of being blessed with the what I like to call is a two for one trip. You know, so it works more in your favor when you go internationally than domestically only because the flight time. So therefore, to give you an example. Let's say you're going from New York to hmm, New York to Thailand, for instance. Right. So it's a pretty long flight. So, you know, I, to my knowledge and understanding, I don't know of any direct flights from JFK going directly to Bangkok. At least none I can think of. It's a very long flight. So more times than not, you know, your plane may stop in China, may stop in Russia, may stop in Hong Kong, and a few other countries that I can think of off top. So being that, you know, you're going from New York, you're going to Thailand as your final destination, but now you're fortunate enough to go to a whole other country that you never, you never ventured off to. For instance, you're going to Hong Kong now. So you go to Hong Kong for a layover, but now being that, you know, you booked it with enough time in between to really pick your flight. You're not forced to say, okay, this is the only flight. Now you get to go and investigate. You look at the travel itinerary and you say, okay, let me see what this layover is about. This layover is eight hours. This one is 12. This layover is 22 hours. Now, the based on the amount of time you have for travel and vacation time, let's say, you can opt out and say, you know what? Give me the 22 hour layover in Hong Kong. That's right. You heard me right, people. Give me the longest layover. Why? I'm going to tell you why. Let's say you get to Hong Kong. 6 a.m. You have a 22 hour layover. So essentially you have a full day in another beautiful country. So if you get there at 6 a.m., you arrive nice and early. You can get some breakfast and then, you know, kill a little bit of time. And as you know, most places, you know, across the world, everything opens up in the morning. So you get there at 6 a.m. By the time you leave the airport, maybe seven. So you can say, hey, you know what? This is perfect. I get breakfast. And by 8.39 a.m., I can hit the ground running. And what do I mean by hit the ground running? Now, this goes back to what I told you guys earlier. I'm going to plan. So I'm going to say, hey, what's, what is there to do in Hong Kong? What are the must-see destinations? Now, if you Google, Yahoo, you know, put it in your search engine, what to do in Hong Kong for 24 hours. Believe it or not, there are a bunch of bloggers who actually, you know, that is their mission to go around and create lists for you of what to do. So if you put into your search query, what to do in Hong Kong in 24 hours, you'd be surprised at how many people created a list or stockpile a list of their own personal experiences of what they did in 24 hours. So for me, for instance, you know, there is a, there's a Disneyland in Hong Kong, if you didn't know that. So you really could get breakfast. You can go to Disneyland. Like, yeah, Disney, Mickey, Minnie, Goofy. You can see, you can see, you can see the person in Hong Kong. Now, remember, the purpose of your trip is to get to Thailand. You know, you want to go see the, the temples. You want to go see the, the Thai kickboxing. But in the time of you getting there, you have the chance to say, hey, and be before I get to my destination, I'm going to make a whole nother mini trip. All right. I'm sorry. I cut you off. You, you, you've been rambling for so long and I'm just, I, I just can't take it no more. I apologize. I didn't know you were still here. I'm First sorry. of all, I have to fact check you off the bat. I'm, I'm, I'm going to treat you like the Republican debate. There's no Disneyland in Hong Kong. Number one. Just, 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 just in I'm case, sorry. just in case that our peers call you on that. You can get a whole bunch of emails coming up soon 
that there's no Disneyland in Hong Kong unless Mr. Walt Disney's building one right now as we speak. Just FYI. So if you want to continue, you can go ahead, but I'm just going to stop you right there. So there's no Disney anything in Hong Kong? No. So where's the Disney at then? It's not in Hong Kong. Where is it based out of? Shanghai. And that's the only that's the only destination with Disney? Yes. You Google if you want to. I'll wait. Bob, do me a favor real quick. I want you to look up because my, my co pilot's telling me there's no there's no Disney at all in Listen, Hong Kong. You're telling the whole world that there's Disneyland in Hong Kong. Mr. Disney doesn't know that. And he's dead. Okay, well I'm waiting for Bob to tell me. Hold on. No worries, I'll wait. Bob, let me know if there's a Disneyland in Hong Kong. What did you say? Bob, Bob, no, show show to the co-pilot. I'll That's, wait. Is that Wikipedia? Bob, thank I'm sorry, I know Bob. I only get my information from um hotnewshiphop.com. Okay, Bob. Thank you, Bob. So yeah, guys. <clears throat> as I was saying before I was so really interrupted. Bob, hold on. Bob, pull his plug, pull his microphone. Thank you. So as I was saying before I was so really interrupted by my sleeping co-pilot today. Yeah, so, you know, if you're going to try to get to Thailand, you can say, hey, that is my main destination, but I'm fortunate now I get to experience Disneyland in Hong Kong. And the reality is you actually save a little bit of money because you're not going to the country in the sense of I'm going to Disneyland for seven days in Hong Kong. You're there for 24 hours. So you're going to go there, pay the one day rate, see Mickey, Goofy. You know, have a good time. And the reality is, man, you have a 22 hour layover. So you had breakfast at 6 a.m. You go to Disney bright and early. So therefore you avoid a lot of the crowd. You get to Disney and say eight o'clock. They open up at say 9 a.m. You're one of the first people in the park. You can have an amazing time at Disneyland for the day. So let's say you're at Disney from 9 a.m. to let's say 5 p.m. Right. Then after that, guess what you can do? Hit the streets, man. Come on. Bob, kill, Bob kill his mic, please. I'm an adult. When I'm talking to my friends and family out here that's listening today, they're writing these things down. They're taking notes. Please don't interrupt. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Bob, kill his I'm mic, please. So, yes, people. 35-year-old grown man. Disneyland? So, after you leave Disneyland and you had a great time, you can say, you know what? It's yeah. only 5 p.m. Now I'm going to see a little bit more of the city. You can find a local cab. Hey, I want to see a few of the landmarks. Then you're here at 8 o'clock at night, 9 o'clock at night. You still have time because your flight, you have a 22-hour layover. Now you can have a wonderful din- dinner on the town. Or you might have a chance to see another show at night and then have dinner after. Then after you had an amazing day, you're exhausted. You can say, hey, let's head back to the airport now. Relax. Kill a few more hours versus 22 hours. You have a few hours to go. You can relax in the airport, catch your next flight. Mind you, you had an amazing day where you pretty much worked your, you know, you, you exhausted yourself. So now you're going to get on that plane. You what? Exhausted yourself. How do you spell that? Bob, seriously, hit the mute his mic. So, yeah, so now that you exhausted yourself, let's spell check real quick. You can literally get on your next flight which may be another eight hours, 10 hour flight. You can relax, catch a nice nap, wake up in your destination that you meant to, you know, 
to get to, which would be Thailand for this particular story. So then you wake up in Thailand and said, wow, now I get to continue my journey and have even more fun. But at the same time, I was able to experience <clears throat> another country. So you left JFK. You got to see Hong Kong. You had a chance to do many things, see the sights, the sounds, experience local cuisine. Then you left Hong Kong and now you're going to reach Thailand. So therefore, you had two trips for the price of one. And also, people, here's a few travel tips that you can also add on to your particular situation. Most major airports have locker storage. So therefore, if you have a bunch of carry on bags and, you know, you don't want to walk out into the next country with them, what you do is you rent a locker. You bring with you the basic essentials. And depending on where your layover is at now, because think about it, people, if your layover is in a, is a sunny country, it's hot in this country, you want to go to the beach, you want to go do some water sports, what you pack in your carry on bag will be what? Towel, swim shorts, bathing suit, sandals, flip flops, sunscreen, things of that nature. So you will pack them into your carry on bag. Of course, now with your sunscreen, make sure it's the particular amount of ounces that's allowed to travel you know, via FAA regulations. Or you can buy it there on the spot, small bottle, and get rid of it before you get back on. But yes, you pack accordingly to where you're going. So you know you're going to a hot destination. You want to get the most bang for your buck. So now you got just your travel, your carry-on bag is already packed with a mini travel bag within it. So when you get off at your layover destination, you run a locker. You leave the stuff that you don't need for that country in your locker. It's not that expensive. It's secure. So when you come back to the airport, your stuff will be there waiting for you. And therefore, you you carry with you the, the mini travel bag for that country, for the amount of your layover. You bring your basic essentials that you want to use, whether it's a camera, you know, clothes to do excursions. And you really get to enjoy yourself comfortably and safely. So just think about it, people. It's a great travel tip to do when you're going to the layover country of your choice. Now, I will also suggest that you have a photocopy of your passport, you know, because you're doing a lot of moving around. You want to get, you know, be haphazard with it and you happen to lose it or misplace it. So just make sure you, you know, you keep all your belongings together. But for the safety of you moving around because you're on the go, photocopy it. So you have a photocopy in your pocket. So you know what is that on the ready. You know, you have some travel money for that country. So I have a question. How do you keep getting on? I'm, I'm confused. So if you get off the plane mm -hmm. to do a layover in another country, yes. like Shanghai or, or, or China or whatever you want to go to, yes. why would you need a photocopy of your of your passport when you need your passport to get back on the plane to go do, do, do the checkpoint? I'm confused. Don't be confused. If you were listening, which I know my, fam my family and friends were listening, I said, being that you're on the go, meaning that you know you're, you're commuting around in another country, you want to keep pulling out your passport to show it to everybody for what you're trying to do. You can have a photocopy in your pocket and all your other essential valuables tucked close to your body. So if you have a purse, you have a waist bag or something, you know, you don't have to keep going in and out of that because you're, you're on the go. You didn't reach your final destination yet when you're in your hotel with a safe. You're on the go. Your body is the safe. So therefore, you know, you're not going to leave it in the, the, uh, the locker luggage. No, you're going to keep your valuables on you. But you don't want to keep going in and out of your, your pocketbook to do it. You're going to show them, hey, here's my pocket, here's a photocopy of my passport. Here you go. It's for safety. Any other questions? Thank you.
So yes, people, you know, the layover trips can be really beneficial for you, cost efficient, and I'm going to be totally honest with you, depending on how you like to travel, what you like to see or do, sometimes all you really need for some countries is 24 hours. I'm going to be honest with you, at least for me. Like I told you, certain countries, you know, it was cool. It was limited in what I can do. So therefore, I said, wow, I'm glad I, I never went here as a destination because if I went there for five or six days, you know, I'd have said, ah, I really could have did two. I could have saved myself, you know, a couple of dollars because I got to see everything I wanted to see <laughs> in some instances in 24 hours. So let's keep that in mind, people, because like I said, when you're planning out further enough in advance and you can do your research, you can kind of see what countries the layover flight goes through. And, you know, FYI, a lot of layovers are based on what, people? Does anybody know? Anybody? Hold on. Let me ask this guy here. Mr. Fact Check Wikipedia. Goon, do you know? You're talking to yourself, bro. <laughs> no, no, I'm nobody, saying. Nobody listen to you. Okay. In 25 minutes, you're talking about the same thing. All right, guys. So, I'm yeah, confused. He doesn't know. I'm confused. No, it's okay. Eat a Twizzler. Last thing I heard was Hong Kong. Okay, great. Go back to sleep. Yeah, where are you now? First class. Okay. Catch up. Not. I'm good. I'm, I'm good in coach. Facts. So yes, people heard you. The reason why, you know, the the layover countries are what they are is a lot of them are based on the airlines, because a lot of the planes that you take have a, what's called the hub. So, for instance, Delta, United States, their major hub is in where? It's in Georgia. So, just keep that in mind. So, a lot of these airlines you take internationally and domestic have what's considered the hub, meaning that's like the home base. Like, if you're on Aeroflot, the main hub for Aeroflot is in Russia. So, just keep that in mind. So, therefore, that's why the layover is in Russia versus being in Switzerland. Let me ask you a question, Mr. Smart Guy. Oh, boy. Why is he talking for how, how can I help you? Where's the main hub for Air China? Oh, God. All right, people. So, yes, guys, you know, just try to maximize on your travel time. Fortunately, you know, remember I said, fortunately, there is a thing called layovers. It gives you a chance to see the world, even for a quick glimpse of it, without you having to actually go there as a destination of choice. So don't think that, you know, it's a drab thing to do or it's like, wow, I have a layover. This flight sucks. No, 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 no. Sometimes it's a blessing in disguise. So I just want you guys to remember that next time you decide to travel and you can't get a direct flight. Because a lot of times it could be a popular season. It's a popular destination at that time. There's a major event going on, which, you know, the airline industry knows. So therefore, the flights are limited or the prices are exuberant. Because at times, you know, the airline industry knows when there's something going on. Don't think that, you know, you're going to, uh, I'm going to Essence Fest and, uh, you know, the Essence Jazz Fest in, in um, New Orleans. Oh. oh, God. Why? 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 So, yeah, don't think that you're going to the Essence Jazz Fest in New Orleans and the airline industry doesn't know. They definitely know. So, therefore, they'll give you some cheap flights. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I need another fact check. I need another fact check. And this one, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm going to lose. Essence does not have a jazz fest. Okay? Essence has a music fest. The jazz fest 
is in April. Essence Music Festival is in July. I'll wait. I never said one month. I'll repeat again. Essence does not have a jazz fest. You said Essence Jazz Fest. I'm sorry. Is the first class different English? You said Essence Jazz Fest. I stand corrected. The Jazz okay. Fest is not by Essence. Okay. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. You are correct for once. So one out of ten isn't isn't that bad. Hey, hey. I thought a wrong nigga said son. No, no. One out of ten isn't that bad. I'm very proud of you. I'm just saying. But yes, people. So the airline industry knows. When the Super Bowl comes, they know where the Super Bowl is going to, what state the Super Bowl is playing, so therefore they know how to price the flights accordingly. Fact check. La- last Super Bowl you. is only in three states. What three states? Miami, Miami, and sometimes in LA. Only one time is, is, has it been somewhere else in the East Coast, which is New York City. And it'll never be there ever again. You, you don't think so? Never again. Okay. That was a fluke. All right, guys. I, I guess he's part of the commission of the NFL. I don't know. Forget it. He didn't take his medication today. I'm telling you the facts. He didn't take his medication today. I apologize. It could be played in Arizona. But that's not Miami. I'm letting you know. I said it could. And it has been played in Arizona. Okay. But most I, I, of the times, it has. it's been Miami, mm-hmm. Miami, Miami. Okay. Let's just say Florida. Florida, 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 Florida. Mm-hmm. Right? LA. Mm-hmm. Who's in Jersey? And Jersey that one time it snowed. Mm-hmm. And yeah. where else? Has it been in Arizona before? I said Arizona. Okay, but I'm saying it, it does happen. Yeah. yeah, it's a fluke. Arizona. Like one time out of the 50, 50 years the Super Bowl happened, maybe two, two or three times it was in Arizona. Like I said, guys. And era- Atlanta. Yes, it has. Okay. The airline, but you, you keep adding no more states. Anywhere else you want to tell me? That was it. Okay. You sure? I'm very sure. You finished or you done? I'm both. Are you finished or you done? Not yet. We're about to land soon. No, not, we have time. We do not have time. We have another- We do not have time. 3,000 miles to go. No, we do not. 3,000 miles is going to be about that. All right, guys. Minutes. This is Greg DeGum. I apologize. I was, I'm a little bit under the weather. I'm a little bit tired. I had a long- week i know you guys had a long week too all my peers all my friends is having a hard time adjusting to this new life that's going on in the world nowadays but you know just stay strong hang in there bad days happen but good days are on the horizon i think i'm I'm gonna take over the um the reins for the last i don't know how long we have left till we land Guys, it's, I'm, it's gonna I'm, going, I'm going back to first I'm gonna, class. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm to pull his mic off. I'm Bob, going back to first class. Bob, Bob, and I know Bob, Bob, I know he pays I you. you guys. Bob, I know he pays you, but come I'm on I'm going now, back to bro. first class. Come on. Moses. Yes. I'll leave this please, guy in the cheese. Please, please, please. Bob, I gave him 22 minutes. Jesus. It smells funny back here. Jesus. I got to go back to the front. Bob, please. Thank you. <sighs> Quick recap, guys. I apologize for his rambling. What he meant to say was, if you're traveling on a on a destination flight and you want to get two-for-one stamps on your passport, pick a flight that has a layover, get off the plane, get a stamp, take some pictures, get back on the plane, now you have two stamps. That's what you said. I don't know why I took the long version to say that, but that's what you're trying to say. Two-for-one. Two destinations, one price on that ticket. Bottom line. If I'm going from New York to... 
I don't know. Say say Bali. I'm going to stop in Doha if I'm flying Qatar Airlines or Etihad. Go to Doha for a day. All you need is eight hours. You don't need 22 hours. There's nothing to do in Doha. No offense to the Dohaisans or, or the Doans, how we want to call them, or the Qatarians. I don't know how you say them, but they're cool people. But there's not a lot to do in Doha. Maybe you need a good six hours. That's it. Airport's empty. It's a big airport. It looks like a mall. They have a, 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 a Harrods, H-A-R-R-O-D-S, that famous mall in London, store in London. That mall is very, very nice. That hotel is, I'm sorry, hotel. That airport is very, very nice. It has palm trees inside the hotel. But go see it for yourself. Please go. D-O-H is the airport code. Tell them I sent you. Oh, believe that. So I'm going to wrap it up real quick. Travel tip number one, two, three, four, five, and six. If you're booking a flight, you want to get two for one, choose a layover, get off the plane, get back on the plane, two stamps, end of story. Did it in less than 60 seconds. You're welcome. If you're trying to find us, well, if you're trying to find him, hit him up on IG, the Lifestyle Brothers. If you're trying to find me, you always can find me on YouTube, Lifestyle Brothers. Facebook, I usually answer the Facebooks at Lifestyle Brothers. And Twitter, he doesn't tweet. I usually do all the tweet. I do all the tweeting. The Lifestyle Bros or Brothers, same thing. The website, this is what I really, I'm, I'm very, very proud of. The website, www.thelifestylebrothers.com. Dot com. <laughs> Dot com. There's a Hong Kong edition. Hey, 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 There's a Hong Bob, Kong Bob. edition. Bob, Bob. You just, Bob, don't, Bob. I'm about to pull up Bob, please. Hong okay? Kong. Yeah, Disney. yeah. Okay, Facts. okay. All right. Let's wrap it up, guys. Gotta go. I love everybody. My not my family, my family, my family. Peers, peers, peers. I don't have no followers. Just straight family. And we out here, baby Erby. Oh, believe that. We've been cleared for landing. On behalf of the flight crew, thank you for flying with us and have a pleasant day.